On this week's episode of Don't Date Me, we explore the fast, dynamic and exciting world of heteronormative dating. Yay! Only joking, we're going to be looking at first dates. Best case scenarios, worst case scenarios, top tips, tips for straight people (laughs) that we find on the internet that are useful, I guess. Um... It's going to be a time. It's going to be the best of times. Um, we've got a special reoccurring guest. Who is... Who's that? Is you. Me? Is no, Jason. Definitely can't be me. You're clearly talking about someone else. Oh, there's cats on the episode as well. So that's exciting. So okay. if you like cats, listen to that. Um, it's going to be a time. So get that in your ear holes. No dirty talk, just podcasts. No turn-ons, so turn me on. By that I mean, this podcast, I'm not interested, so don't date me. Review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. Review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. Alexa, play the podcast Don't Date Me. Get your keys in the bowl, get the pampas grass at the door, get your knickers done and have a ball. And uh, no, don't date me. (laughs) And don't date me. Don't date me. You're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast about dating from Scotland. Savage, funny, and definitely not safe for work. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. And also, don't forget to review us because it helps people find the show. I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian, and I don't get nervous before first dates. Does that make me a sociopath? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Jason, and I've not made any notes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, remind people I think by this point most people have listened to previous episodes but if they have missed your Jesus you're like Christ. please but if they've missed your previous introductions what's your flavour? I'm a 33 year old gay man <gasps> Hi Sid Oh hey Sid we've got some that, guests Yes that would be my cat Yes you're Cedric Cedric and we've also got Dior Dior he, and he's names. from the Netherlands. From she the Netherlands. was born in England. Oh my goodness! And I was born in Canada. There's not one Scot living in this flat. What an what an international household we've got on the episode today. Yes. Um. Yes. So you are homosexual, and I am bisexual, and together we shall navigate the world of dating as the cat headbutts my MacBook. <laughs> um. Okay. So. What are you swiping left on and swiping right on this week? For me, I'm swiping left on being ill. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but I was ill for the month of January with a crazy sore throat, uh, which my throat still sounds weird, I think, to be honest. Um, 
but that was the whole thing. So I feel like I was all arrogant during Christmas because everyone I knew was getting ill and I was like, not me. Um, but yeah, I got it for the whole month of January, which was exciting. So that's why I'm swiping left on. What are you swiping left on this week? Well, uh, the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, you said you're swiping left on no bios. Oh, yeah, bios on uh, having no information on a dating app. So annoying. Just, I'm here like, are you lazy or do you have absolutely no personality? Yeah. And I think if someone doesn't have time to write a bio, I don't have time to look at their face. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't even accept like an attempt at like, <laughs> like those like first five questions are really multiple choice. If you, I'll like even accept that. And then what are you swiping right on this week? Oh, what uh, are you loving? That I went back uh, bouldering for <gasps> the first time in years. I'm so jealous. Yeah. How, so, how was it? Oh, it was, <clears throat> it was so much fun. However, like, my lower back and my arms are definitely swiping left on it. Definitely. First time in God knows how long. And bouldering is climbing without ropes, right? Yes. Hell yeah. One of my favourite sports, but I'm trying to ease back into the sports. Uh, this week, I am swiping right on a podcast um, called Land of the Giants Dating Games. And it's a, a Vox Media podcast about the dating apps and all that kind of stuff, like basically the cross-section of dating and the internet, um, which kind of mirrors some of our subjects, to be honest. But it's been really interesting, like, hearing about how, for instance, a lot of the dating apps are all owned by the same company. Did you know that? No. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Um, not not Grindr and Bumble, they're owned by separate companies, as far as I know still. But, um, for instance, like, um, Match... I think OK Cupid. And a whole bunch of them are all owned by the same people, which is mad. Um, <clears throat> and then with Bumble, they were actually, they had like litigation and like uh, sexual harassment lawsuits pending. I Right? And they, they were part funded by a Russian oligarch. Is that how you say it? Oligarch? Oligarch. Oligarch. Oligarch? Oligarch? I don't know. Oligarch? Someone with lots of money. So- someone from Russia. <laughs> someone, someone that was up to shenanigans. So it's been that's been really interesting. So that's what I'm swiping right on this week. And then the other thing I'm swiping right on is our banging playlist. Because as ever, each season of the podcast, we release a new uh, playlist on Apple Music and also Spotify. Um, this one, most of them are usually curated by all the different people that have been on the podcast. So previous seasons, we've had some of Jason's music choices as well and other presenters that have been on. I apologize for that. <laughs> no, I liked it. I like. I, I love last It was random. Last like, literally. was fun. Um, but this season's is all of my music tastes. So this one features music by Nelly Furtado, Kendrick Lamar, Vampire Weekend, Paramore, Mitski, Grimes, Bree Runway, and a whole lot more. So if you want to check that out. So yeah, you can find a link to the playlist and all the other ones uh, in the show notes. But basically the website is bio.site forward slash don't date me pod. Um, so the social poll, it's time for you to have your say on this week's topic, first dates. Oh. I know. So on our, on our, on our, <laughs> on your Twitter and Instagram, we're asking, what is the ideal first date? Is it coffee, going to the cinema, dinner, or Netflix and chill? So head over to the socials and have your say. Find us on Don't Date Me Pod. Yes. So let us know your thoughts. 
What's your ideal first date? Coffee, cinema, dinner, or Netflix and chill? So what about you, Jason? What's your ideal first date? I would... It's I'd be a toss-up between coffee and dinner. Depends on which one uh, I get my walk-in. I just feel dinner is intense for a first date. Speaking of which, I can hear our dinner timer going off. <laughs> Jiggle checking it. Um, no, no, so just before. Okay. We've got a few minutes. Okay, okay. Um, I don't think dinner's that that bad. Depends on what kind of dinner. Yeah, if it's something kind of casual. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've gone on a date before where it went so well and we had coffee and we went for a walk and then we ended up having dinner. So that felt like a natural progression. But mm-hmm. I just feel like... I think dinner just by itself is a bit much. <laughs> you intense. need some form of activity. Hence hence why I would normally go walking. Yeah. coffee. Go for a hot drink. Go yep. for a walk and a chat. Get to know them a Same bit Same thing can happen in for dinner. But normally for dinner, I'd throw like some form of activity. Yeah. Like, like Definitely. Mini golf. That's easy. Bowling. And then... Okay, so do you have any examples of... a? A great first date you've had? Oh, uh, my all-time favourite first date, coming back to like pretty much a bouldering, we went rock climbing. Oh. Went rock climbing on my first date, so... Uh, like indoor or outdoor? Indoor uh, rock climbing, so we went rock climbing, mm-hmm. then we booked uh, dinner right after rock climbing. Love it. Uh, and we were literally sweating oh. after the rock climbing, and we literally did an emergency run to Primark. <laughs> to get uh, clothes. To, to get a new pair of, <laughs> pair of top and deodorant. And then we quickly swapped our tops in the in the um, car park and yeah. then quickly <laughs> made it in for that. And we were still, like, like dying. <laughs> Where did you go for dinner? What was it? Uh, it was TGI Fridays. Hmm. So kind of cash, but, you know. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, I would say the best one, one of the best ones I've been on was that one where we went for coffee and then ends up going on a walk and then dinner. So that's a really good one. Um, I think most of the f- good first dates I've had have been ones where there's like n- like no expectations. I always like have low expectations anyway. <laughs> Hence the name of the podcast. Um, but I feel, yeah, I feel like if I if I go in with like. No to low expectations. Anything's a plus. <laughs> does that make me a pessimist? I don't think so. I don't think... Does it? Mm, a wee bit. Kind of. I, I think it makes I, me I more think realist. It's realist, yeah. Oh, I'd go on a first date with you, Sid. So <sighs> I would. Um, okay, what about the worst first date you've ever had? Uh, I'm going to go with drinks. <gasps> Meaning up someone just for like... Like two... Like... Drinky drink drinks. Like alcoholic drinks. Did you get drunk? Did they get no, drunk? No, I didn't get drunk. Did I was driving. So I, I was sober. They were drinking. Uh, and the entire conversation was pretty much uh, like what they wanted for the future was nothing even remotely close to what I wanted for the future. So it already started off terribly. I thought you were going to say what they wanted for the future was not was not remotely what you were. I thought that's yeah. what you were going to say there for a second. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? No. I was like, excuse me? No, it's very much like, I don't even know how we got to the topic, but it was like, do you want to have kids? Do you want to get married? Yeah, Stuff yeah. like that. And it was the complete opposite of what I wanted at the time. Oh, no. Uh, and I, the context of having drinks in the background as well. Yeah, as well. And I would hear like, ugh. Um, I didn't, this isn't a bad first date that I had, but I had... A funny situation where we both we'd known each other for a while we went out for dinner 
um, and drinks. No. Actually, actually what we did is we went out for drinks and then we went for dinner. Alcoholic drinks? Yes. So I feel I feel like all bad first dates start with alcoholic uh, drinks. Yeah, so and, and we basically, and this isn't a, I want to stress, this was not a bad first date. That I had a fantastic time as a date, but I did embarrass myself because we actually didn't just drink, we drank in every bar on the route to the restaurant. So the oh, time we got to the restaurant, girl. yeah. Essentially, yes. And There's it, no essentially. That was a pub crawl yeah. that no... ended with with you cheating because you ate food. Exactly. And there's no world in which that is a good idea. But anyway, and so we went into the restaurant and I was trying to be sober. And it was a really nice restaurant. It wasn't like super fancy, but it was quite casual. But um, we or- and naturally, we decided to order a bottle of wine with dinner and the and actually, now that I think about it, maybe the place was a little bit, a bit fancy because the wine came in like a wine cooler, but the wine cooler was at like a stand one that they put oh, next to the table. Yeah. And at one point, I kicked it by accident, and it, it fell over, and the whole restaurant went silent and looked over, and it was so obvious we were both steaming. It was really embarrassing. So it wasn't a bad first date because we both had such a good time, um, and we're still in touch and stuff. But I did embarrass myself so but this is the thing though like me and Caitlin have said this previously like it's quite fun when you're getting to know someone and maybe not on the first date but it's quite fun having like a, a drinking night together because you both just ha- have a good time and, and let loose a bit but I feel like you shouldn't do that on a first date no definitely not a first date I'd say going out for drinking at least second or third date when you kind of know them exactly so that's our experiences but <laughs> what do the experts say? I'm glad you asked, Jason. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. When I was doing research for this, I wanted to poke my eyeballs out because all the research that I was looking into was so cringy. It was like fluff pieces and like Cosmopolitan's top ten tips for first dates and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, this is and the advice was quite. Some of it was good, but it was, most of it was nonsense, right? But what I've got here is a treat, an auditory treat for you. We're going to get some heterosexual advice. Are you ready for it? Because this is an article from Men's Health, um, quite the institution, and it's an article by Sarah Jacobson Purewall and Gigi Engel? Is that how we're saying their name? Okay. And it's basically their tips for, for dates. Now, obviously, these tips are probably targeted towards a mostly heterosexual audience, which is not really the audience of this podcast. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read... You're going in blind to this. You're not reading this bit. But I'm going to read these to you and we'll very quickly go iron off on on these little points, right? Okay. okay. Point number one, if this is from Sarah and Gigi. uh, Make it a two-way conversation. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like that we're, we're starting off with the bare essentials the bare minimum bare minimum <laughs> we can only go up but I feel like we might go down <laughs> so but this is a good point because I know someone who went on a date recently uh, a HSH date and they the guy just didn't stop talking the whole way through sounds like me and he didn't ask he didn't ask her questions at all and he then also started talking about um, his anti-vax views <laughs> Well, I was going to say, it sounds like me, except the anti-vax view. Uh, anyway. It, it, it sounds like me totally, if we even remotely started a conversation that I'm invested in. So, yeah, two-way conversation is good. Okay, 
be mindful of touchiness. <laughs> this is clearly designed for heterosexual people. Oh yeah, because a a, a woman may take a offence, right? Offense, yeah, um, or vice versa. No, but I guess that is a good point, though. Especially probably coming off the tail end of a pandemic, you want to mm. be mindful. Some people might be not okay with you. Yeah, I'm. I'm very a touchy feely person, and I normally arm. hug all my friends. But if I meet someone new for the first time, yeah. it's a firm handshake. <laughs> so a bit of restraint. That's fair enough. Uh, keeping cursing to a minimum. <laughs> this clearly wasn't aimed at a Scottish audience. No, definitely not. <laughs> we'll skip past that one. Uh, be present in the moment. So ignore texts and don't be on TikTok. Again, I feel this is the yeah, bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. The only time you should really be checking your your phone ever is unless your mother texts you. Exactly. I, I will literally drop anything from a mother. Um, Sorry. <laughs> also, curb excess enthusiasm. And I've actually got a quote here. Giziness doesn't read as enthusiasm on a first date. It reads as anxiety, according to psychologist Tracy Thomas, PhD. You, I want, I want to have a PhD at the end of my name. Anyway, you end up sending the message that you're uncomfortable with yourself and unable to self-regulate. Hello, ADHD. <laughs> Hello, me in every every social interaction. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't. But the thing is, though, sometimes people are nervous. So, like, I'm not nervous. No, I know, but sometimes people are. Yeah, I can, I can see where it's coming from. They would get. But then, you do have the situation where, like, you keep constantly telling me I need to go to a therapist. But if I go to a therapist then and they actually diagnose me with something, I'll actually have to deal with it. I'd like living in ignorance. Yeah. Ignorant bliss. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. But no, I feel like... Yeah, I, feel, I feel like I, that's yeah. like... I can bit... see why. It depends on the situation. But then people will be so... They'll moderate themselves too much yeah. and then you're not being yourself. Yeah, no, I'm real, I, I, I personally appreciate if I went on a date and someone literally like went over the top because they yeah. saw something that they liked. Yeah. Um, but this is obviously aimed at heterosexual, so it does kind of a. I know what it's does, completely different for. What does an enthusiastic heterosexual man do? I wouldn't think they'd do anything. <laughs> I think I think it's probably aimed. That feels like that was aimed more at women, even though it was in a men' health. I don't know, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Um, here's another one. If your date wants to split the bill, do it. That, that's now I, we were talking about yeah. this earlier, though. Yeah, we were. Like I would split the bill because it just because of it, of course, unfortunately, yeah. two men for for me. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also here, like. If one of them pays for it entirely, they have the power dynamic over the situation. Where I literally said, if I paid for it all, it's my excuse to literally go, you can get the next one. And then there's absolutely no obligation for me to ever meet them again. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas for me, I'm, I, I think all dates I would want to go Dutch, as, as the saying goes. Um, unless I was like dating, dating them. In which case, I'd pay for it fully, I guess. But I, I don't mind it. If someone if someone wants to buy me there, I'm like, all right. But and then also, I don't feel obligated to do anything. But that's because I'm a monster, <laughs> and I also don't feel obligated to see them ever again, again. Because the way I look at it, at least I've got a free meal. <laughs> you are evil, evil, uh, evil. Okay. Also, dress to impress. Again, this advice is yeah, no. terrible. Yeah, this is terrible. Like that's kind of a given, but it all depends on the situation because you can't dress to impress and go rock climbing. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, right? 
this is a good question, right? Do you do you specify the dress code before the date? No, no, most I don't like for the first date for me. It's normally like a walk in a hot yeah. hot drink or some some kind of like uh, if it if it's an activity like I don't think I can do rock climbing at the moment. Actually, I probably could. Back again would fucking hate me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it'd be like mini golf. Yeah, uh, bowling. <laughs> Literally, imagine you went mini golfing and then they showed up in like a full like golfing outfit. <laughs> I, I would find that hilarious. I would love that. And I, I would actually, like, yes. That would be, yes. be a solid And yes then it'd be me. one of those, like, you are aware if if you lose this game, you will never, live and I repeat, down. never live it down. Um, okay, also offer a polite compliment. I feel like this is a female best friend saying this to a straight man right now. Yeah. Offer her a compliment. Yeah. So she knows you like her. Your hair is lovely today. Your hair is on your head right now and is well, in a position that's in front of your face. Well done. She's well, got a fringe. That's have a- I ever done that? I don't think I've ever really? done that on a date. I can't think of it. I guess I've been like, oh, you look nice or something like that. But... I've complimented random women walk- walking past. <laughs> and then and then I felt like I felt extra obligated to walk. walk well, I'm not going to say walk. It was really sachet away. <laughs> I need to go, I love your outfit. And then I had to make it look even gay walking away. You're like, there, uh-huh. there are sometimes women have walked by and I'm like, she smells lovely. And I feel like... I would love a compliment for someone to tell me that I smell nice, but then oh. I'm thinking some random guy telling this a random woman, no, smell you nice. smell nice. <laughs> um, okay, humour is your friend. Yes. Yes, so I, I think that's a good one. Uh, this one has a, a, a tip for virtual dates. So it says, if you're going on a virtual date, show your skills, maybe through cooking. Oh, this tastes lovely, by the way. I'd, I'd offer you some, but... I can't... I don't... I don't know. I know, again, we're on the tail end of the pandemic, but I don't think a virtual date is high up on my to-do list. No. like I'm thinking virtual scales. It's like, you're lucky if I've cleaned the section that you can see. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, you came here and it was speed cleaning to all day today. This flat is very clean, though, Jason. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the panic cleaning. It's, it's like... I mean, there's not an ounce of dust anywhere. It's basically sterile right now. So yeah, virtual dates, don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, remember to have a good time. Yeah, this is bare essential stuff. Okay, so that's what the alleged ex... No offence to them, uh, but thank you for for giving us the chat surrounding your article. But that's what the experts say. Apparently. Yeah, I, I feel I I do I do think there are some straight men that need mm. to be told that, but like, especially it should be common sense. But then yeah, but some of them might not have like female friends, so I guess I, I I get how that could be. That must be really difficult, actually. Imagine going on a date if you don't have female friends. What a world. Okay, I can't even imagine that. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's the tips from the experts, but. Jason, what is our advice? What is our tips for dates? My top tip, my first top tip really is to set expectations. So I feel like it's good to set expectations. So even if you're just meeting up with someone for nudity. So even, even <laughs> if it's... You went straight to nudity. Even if it's not a, a date date, I feel like you should set expectations. 
where you're going, what you're going to do, you know, like, because then you both know what's happening and you're both on the same page. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd hate me. Like, my dates vary between, like, we'll meet here and we'll find something to do to the... We will meet at this time. We will go to do this. We'll do this at this particular time. Like, there's no in-between. I will either overanalyze and yeah. overplan the situation, or I not will at all. not plan at all. You do not get a middle ground with me. Yeah, but that's still setting expectations, because then you're like, you're saying, we're going to meet here at this time and then go on an adventure. That's exciting to me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but if so- yes, yes, but- sorry. That, that just reminds me of that meme what, what? from uh, The Hobbit. <laughs> He's running away, going on an adventure. Oh, yeah. And it's it was supposed like when when your friends look away from you at a club. I'm on an adventure. I'm on an adventure. So yeah, I just feel like it's important to set expectations, not in a negative way, but just I like to manage people's expectations as to what the situation is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my that's my first one. What's your first one? I don't have any. You, let's go through <laughs> yours, and then I'll throw in some extra stuff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, that might, might spontaneously come to me when you tell me yours okay my other one then is be safe so specifically text a friend or phone a friend to let them know where you're going who you're going with maybe send a photo of them just in case they murder you <laughs> just in case they murder like, like yeah literally like if i was ever meeting someone it's a photo their profile here's my live location for the next <laughs> exactly. hours yeah no definitely like literally everything would go out yeah uh, oh there's other times where i'm like well i've just met three random people and then if you are gonna hook up then be safe use a condom be on prep if that's your bag baby and you know you're, you're just good, jumping to immediately make being good alone with someone. Well, how do you mean? Like, it's like going to someone's house for the naughty naughty business. I'm here like meeting public. Who says they're alone, Jason? People can have sex with many people. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I didn't realise we were going to a group party. I know here. you go to a first date and then they take you to like a swingers club. Exactly. You're like, uh, and that's why setting expectations is important. Yeah. Um, okay, and then my last one I'd say for my top tips are George's questions. So we, the flashback all the way back to season one of the podcast when me, Sarah and Vincent were sitting in my li- my living room chatting. Uh, I said about Georgia from My Favourite Murder, her advice for first dates is to ask the following questions. Who was your childhood bully? Have you ever worked in the service industry? And how much should we tip the waiter? And she feels that these questions are, like, perfectly crafted to, like, understand a human. Because who was your childhood bully? So that it opens up a conversation about their high school experience and where they were in the social pecking order. And then it will also then give you some ideas to their kind of view on that and also where that sits now as well. Um, And then also... In terms of the service industry, I think it's interesting to hear about people's work history. So you can, you can kind of gauge... Because if someone's never worked in the service industry or customer service, then lucky for them. But that also kind of tells you quite a lot about them as their personal experience and might indicate how they treat others and stuff. Um, and then also, how much should we tip the waiter? Is it always interesting? Because, you know, it shows how kind they are. Uh, but then again, when Sarah and Vincent heard that advice, they were like, well, that's quite American because obviously they're 
Yeah, tipping is definitely like North American kind of thing. So Canada and America. Yeah, it does happen here in the UK, but but people's livelihood doesn't it doesn't matter rest to on them it. Yet. Yeah, where in America they do that. Uh, and I'm I'm sure I've heard like in Germany they just don't tip. Oof. Like, well, I don't mean that they don't, don't tip. They'll give like one euro. Yeah, it's just not but, a thing really. Yeah, uh, and I do remember. I remember uh, an article where some American woman was raging at these German tourists because they kept a dollar and they were like that's what we do in our country it's like no you're in our country you need to follow our rules and they were like and they pretty much like get to like drama so that's that's my top tips for first dates so what's yours do you have any I suppose one that's good that you said previously on the podcast is pre-dating Oh, I love pre-dating. So unpack that. How does that work? Again? Unpack pre-dating. So pre-dating is pretty much what it says on the can. Instead of like uh, agreeing to an official date where you have all the extra pressure, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like agreeing to meet up with someone and see if you actually have any chemistry in any way. Uh, which is normally just on like a walk and like a hot drink for me normally. Is this like a meat cute? Is that what that is? I have no idea what that is. What is a meat cute? Yeah. You carry on and I'll Google that. Well, okay. But yeah, that's what I normally do. I've, I've met quite a few friends that way. Uh, and that just didn't progress to, to dating. Like one of my really close friends now met on a, like a pre-date and... Spent the entire time moaning about the ex. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm here like, okay. Was that like, on a on a on like a pre date or a date? Yeah, it was a pre date. So in some ways, it was good because it means you could just be like, oh yeah, it <laughs> was literally after we finished uh, our walk and chats and left. I was adamant. I'm never seeing this this boy again. Um, Your elbow squeaking because <laughs> it's like every time you move, like the microphone can hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just have to be like Damn coffee table. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't think I'd ever, ever hang out with him again, like meet him again. Did um, you? Yeah, we're like good good friends now. Oh, that's nice. We've been on a holiday together, but it's, it was one of those like, like the first meet was like, when I left, got back in the car driving home, like, I'm never seeing that man again. <laughs> that was a bit much for me, unpacking. But yeah, I think... Um, I've I'm yet to predate. I think, but predating's on my to do list because I think it sounds like a good way of, of kind of like getting to know someone without the kind of pressure. I guess yeah. of like a first date, right? Yeah, exactly. My last predate <laughs> was that the swimming one. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. That one was an official date oh. because he was adamant that it was going to be an official date, <laughs> and it didn't actually became swimming. It was literally um. We met up for a walk, and then we went for dinner. Oh. Uh, mo- the most recent one <laughs> was supposed to be for a walk and a hot drink, but on the day that we agreed to do it, it was bucketing down and everything, and he offered... Like, it was fine here, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when I was driving to his, it just like started bucketing down, because um, it was like towards Edinburgh Way. So what did you do? Um, so I ended up just chatting to him in his place. Um, and um, <laughs> nothing happened before anyone assumes the worst. But like... It had a different dynamic. I oh, guess. it was really weird. And it also didn't help that 
His entire house was nothing but plants. Oh, like a plant oh, diet. Everything, plants everywhere. And then he nipped away to um, to have a wee... A smoke? Smoke, yeah. Of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a... I'm sorry, I loved that. It was just, it was the look I gave you, like, oh. So it was like a different experience yeah. than what you're expecting. Well, yeah. at least it wasn't a full day. Yeah, he was chill for the entire time and he... It, Apparently enjoyed me non-stop talking and I'm here like the only reason I kept talking was because I was nervous and I didn't know what to do and so I just blurted out it was wor- word vomit nothing worse than just word vomit and then I ended up on a Star Trek and you know how long I can talk for Star Trek oh no <laughs> not on a pre-date Jason exactly not on a pre-date well was that quite a long drive for a pre-date I wouldn't say wouldn't say so. Forty minutes, yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was about forty minutes. It wasn't that. I say it wasn't that far. Like, literally, like one of my friends, um, literally said, like, it's really weird because, like, I would gladly like travel to the other side of the country to hang out with someone that would take the two-hour trip to just hang out with them for an hour. So it's like four hours worth of traveling for an hour hangout, and we here like, no, yeah, and really, yeah. Oh, I haven't did that. That's too much. Well, I'm here like. How else do you hang out with friends that live far away? Zoom. Mm, yeah. Or like video me, games. Me and my friend uh, Joseph, like we, we literally watch WandaVision together. Um, but we couldn't do the, you know, the viewing yeah. at the same time. So Being we ended hard. up just going, okay, we're going to watch now. And then when we're done, we literally FaceTime and just dissected the entire thing. Well, uh, we want to know your thoughts on first dates. So get in touch and vote on this week's social polls on Twitter and Instagram. Find us at Don't Date Me. Sorry. Don't Date Me Pod. Sorry. It, just, it looks so weird trying to read it without any spaces. And also, as ever, you can drop us a WhatsApp voice note or send us a message by hitting the contact button on the Instagram page as well. And you can email us at Don't Date Me Pod at itsjamiesparks.com. So. Next week, we have a special guest, and we're going to be asking, would you date a Tory? That's right, we're going to be exploring dating people who have very different worldviews to you. Not just politically, but uh, religiously and, like, dietary as well, and just all that kind of thing. We're going to unpack it. Uh, so yeah so and also we've got new episodes every thursday so don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast apps you don't miss them when they drop and rate and review and share as well and as we say in the same way every single week stay mindful of the touchiness and don't dress appropriately (laughs) dress appropriately yeah there you go don't curse too much and whatever you do be polite (laughs) but also don't date me Bye. God, such people are so boring. That needs to stay in. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode. Pure diet, as it helps people find our show. Keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at don'tdatemepod. 
If you love what we're doing, please consider donating to UNICEF to aid the people of Ukraine. Recently, our listeners raised £410 after gift matching. You can find the link in the show notes. See you on the next episode. Hi, Sid. Oh, hey, Sid.